I'm in such a rush. I'm in such a rush to get this episode recorded. God damn it, dude. He told me today, I don't fucking wake up this early ever, and I know it's only like 11 a.m. and everyone's gonna be like, what the fuck? But also, I work at <laughs> 4 o'clock. Yeah, you have no idea. Yeah. 3.05. Are both of your watches broken? <laughs> yeah, this one's dead. Perfect. Fucking but nice. It looks, looks Battery. Fresh, right? yeah, it, it does look nice. Good. Yeah. You, guys do look, you guys do look good. Um, okay, so real quick before we get into the episode, we have some we have some fucking house cleaning we, we gotta do. We have some announcements that we have to make. Um, I hate doing it as much as you do, except for this first one. This first one's good shit. We only got two things. So first thing, we had a milestone last week. Yeah. We hit a uh, 1,000 downloads, which right. fucking unreal because like I've tried to do a lot of like unconventional projects like music and all that shit. So I didn't ever expect for us to get this far this quickly. So I just want to, I know we made the post or whatever, but it seems a little ingenuous or disingenuous, whatever the fucking word I is. I didn't think it was. It's one of the two. Yeah, it was good. You thought it was good? Okay. Yeah, you seem grateful. <laughs> but um, okay, I am, we are, we're very grateful. Um. It means a lot and it just like encourages us, us to keep going. So thank you so much for everyone that's been downloading the episodes. For those of you who have been listening to the audio version and not downloading the episodes, um, that's fine. It's cool. I mean, I don't appreciate you as much. It's very nice <laughs> that you're listening to the episode. But what Joe and I have found out is that um, they determine your worth. And by they, I mean like fucking the man the big businesses and stuff like that for future sponsors and even just platforms that we want to try to get our podcast onto um like we're still pending on a couple different platforms they look at your downloads and determine if you're fucking worthwhile so you guys downloading it is so fucking helpful so if you're feeling extra generous i mean you're already listening to it and again that's all i can really ask for you or from you but um just go down the list fucking hit that download button next to all the goddamn episodes and if you're worried about having, you know, 30 hours of my voice on your fucking phone, just delete it like the next day. It still yeah. counts. It's still numbers. You're still padding our stats. Okay. So it's all good. Um, so thank you for that. Secondly, uh, where our audio listeners are thriving, our video listeners fucking suck. You guys suck. And we're back to, <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I'm not kidding at all. We're back to this point where 60% of our listener or our watchers of our youtube video zuh, aren't actually subscribed which i understand because i don't fucking subscribe to anything that i watch like i've been watching youtubers for years and i still don't subscribe just because i don't fucking think about it um but don't be shitty like me if you're gonna watch the videos fucking subscribe tell your mom tell your mom's mom we want the whole fucking we want the whole, our whole community to just be a bunch of moms so if you could just let everybody know <laughs> we'd really appreciate it um, like I said, I only try to do this stuff any, every like fucking six or seven or eight episodes so that it's not me fucking whining and bitching every, every episode. Like, please like comment and subscribe. I don't want to be that guy, but, uh, I had but to be that guy like, today, yes. but, but also, but also please <laughs> get, like, get your friends subscribe. to subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we are here today. Episode 29 of too serious. Um, I am your host, Justin Gill with me today as always, as always, is Joey, there's Stromboli coursing through his veins at all times, Saletta. And we also have a very special guest today, um, a long-lost friend. We are reunited here in the Two Serious studio. Dan, sir, would you please step aside for an additional pat-down con? How are you doing, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm good, Justin. You're good, man. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. Yep, yep. Um, oh, so... Obviously, our nicknames are just fucking jokes, but uh, oh, you yeah. are a fucking, you are of a, a different descent. You're not just two white guys like us, are you? Oh, that's why you said that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I'm half Pakistani. So mm -hmm. my, my dad is from Karachi, Pakistan. Okay. And he came here for business and married my mom. Um, we actually got pulled over at the border when I was four years old. I was going to ask, have you ever actually, like, been profiled and shit like that before? Yes. Okay. So not me personally, because yeah. I look white, Both you know, yeah. I get tan, but... My dad definitely looks Pakistani and, you know, obviously with like 9-11 and everything, that definitely changed things yep. a little bit, especially for his business. But before that, when I was four years old, we were crossing the border into Canada and essentially, just long story short, they thought my dad was kidnapping me. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> he got locked up in a jail cell. Jesus. No way. And we were like, they wrote an article in the Buffalo News about it too. In the Buffalo News? Yeah. So the border, like the Canada border then, or was it? Yeah. What the fuck? The Canadian, it was Canadian customs. It must've been then, right? Maybe. 
Because uh, if it was in the Buffalo then. News, I feel like I was going to say the Canadians are that's racist. Fucking insane. Well, they just, <laughs> yeah. they just wrote a story about the it. The fuck, so. Justin Trudeau. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was that definitely stuck with me a lot growing up because I was like, I just thought I was just a person. But then yeah, that, that's that was up. like a weird experience. I always thought it was a dream, but it was real. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, anything since then, or has it been a little bit more lax? Because now it's just like the racism is directed back towards black people again. That's pretty much all it is. We seem to like pick and choose. Yeah. 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 No, yeah, nothing bounce between that and like Asians on occasion, mm-hmm. you know? Right. I mean, look at like in school, um, I feel like it shouldn't have bothered me, mm-hmm. but you know, there's this thing like calling me or my dad a terrorist. Yeah. Like, we've right, had friends right. who've oh, done yeah. that. Joey oh, definitely no. did that for sure. I did not ever do that. No, not you. Yeah. That seems like a you kind of joke though, if I'm being honest. You never did no. that? <laughs> okay. but, but like our other neighbor did. Yeah, right. And oh he, shit so like i remember i i i'm not gonna say names but like i team killed him on call of duty one time <laughs> i'm just like that I, i'll just do yeah. that and i knew it would piss so you him deserve off. it yeah i was like you are a terrorist well, so for, <laughs> no, i kind of was being like a virtual terrorist yeah, right. but he just went off yeah and was like saying stuff about my dad and like it was too serious yeah like yeah, yeah. you got it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. That's the only other stuff, but it doesn't. I don't really notice it anymore. It's just I, I'm happy for that part of. Yeah, you know. I I think growing up, I mean, you and our other friend Justin, uh, you know, him and his brother would get that shit all the time Harfush. too. Yeah, because yeah. his his well, I don't know about his mom, but I know his dad's out of uh, Lebanon. Lebanon. Yeah, yeah, right. He looks a lot more the stereotype than you do. You look more like yeah. Ukrainian sex trafficker, <laughs> more so we than talk. like brown guy. <laughs> 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 uh yeah but no it's i i remember that happening and uh yeah i never ever made those fucking jokes because i remember our neighbor would go in and say that shit all the time constantly and yeah no i felt bad over that i would like to think that the place that we grew up was a lot more tolerant than right than most yeah. um but i have no idea that's my fucking privilege dude i don't i never had to experience any of that shit so i did um obviously i want to poke a little fun because that's what we're fucking doing here. But also, I was right. interested to know if, if you if you had ever experienced something like that and you had to the worst degree. They fucking locked your dad up for no goddamn reason. Were there any, like, uh, cultural differences? Like, when you had friends over or shit like that? Did you grow up in a house where it was, like, ingrained in, like, your lifestyle or no? Dude, Dan's dad would make the fucking most lit food. Yeah. <laughs> We'd go over there and he'd make this shit straight out of fucking pakistan and we'd be like dude this is dope like how do he make his tilapia like yeah. and that was like the one thing that i remember going to your house and be like i really hope dan's dad's making tilapia tonight <laughs> like i need that yeah he took his time with his cooking like that yeah. was a, a really strong um part of my upbringing was the food sure and the family you know my, my mom she's just like american has like german and irish descent she wasn't very close to her family but my dad that whole side of the family was like what I considered my family. Okay. So like the cousins and everything, you know, the marriages, the food and just being with each other. That was like all the things I grew up with that were culturally different than the, like the American side, I guess. Okay. Um, but because yeah. you had your mom, it kind of, you know, it wasn't like fucking shell shock when people would come over. Like it seemed like, cause I know that sometimes you, um, like Emily's friend, Nicole, she is uh she's dating a guy who his whole family is just like fresh off the boat Vietnamese. Hmm. So um and she is very very fucking white. So she there was a lot of fucking learning she had to do um dating him and they had a lot of different expectations that they maybe wouldn't have had um in a in a generic fucking white people relationship. Um but because you kind of had it evened out like that it wasn't really like overwhelming like differences that made you feel like uh different than just fucking us down the street like that type shit wasn't anything like that yeah no actually my dad's not that traditional honestly like okay. he's he's like he loves watching like american football yeah. and like hockey like he's pretty like american and like how he personally acts mm-hmm. i think the only things that were different were i didn't eat pork for like the first like 12 years of my life probably because okay. that's like you know in islam that was kind of something that you're not supposed to do yeah um but also is like drinking and like both my parents drank i mean my mom's not like muslim but my dad would drink and getting divorced all these things are like against customs but my dad was like just pretty specific about what he chose to do okay um and then you know like when i was younger i used to like like when i 
so I smoked weed. Yep. And so <laughs> when my dad would find that, that was like a huge thing. Like that was like more serious, I think, than the traditional like American parent maybe. Okay. I don't know. That was just my experience. He was like very angry about that at first. Hmm. But my mom was not cool with it. But <laughs> Your mom was like, fucking blaze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when did he come over here? At what age? Um, It's a good question. Like 30s. Really? Yeah. Like, I don't know if it was the first time, but when he met my mom, like, they were a little older. Like, a little? Yeah. My my mom was, like, mid-30s, I think, when they kind of, like, started Oh, my God. Talking. 30s, the age. You were, like, yeah. when? And I and he said 30s, and I was, like, your dad came over in the 1930s? Like, oh, my God. Was, yeah. <laughs> I was, like, a little old. Yeah, my dad's, Jesus like, Christ. almost 90 right now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus. Um... Okay, now, forgive my ignorance here. Did he, I mean, would he speak English? Yeah, no, no, no. Like, is that the primary language? I genuinely don't know. No, no, that's not a bad question at all. Because, you know, being in business, like, English is, like, the language of, like, business and commerce. So, I mean, traditionally. So, he he knew English pretty well. I feel Um, like every other country knows English. We're the only ones that probably don't fucking know shit other languages. (laughs) Like, they try to teach us in English fucking middle school and high school but then we just fucking give up and that's yeah. probably what actually happened yeah, but yeah like fair enough i mean he so he had to practice english with his like international customers and everything yep because he was in textiles so like selling leather and whatnot but yeah i mean obviously he improved when he got here i don't i really don't know like how proficient he was when he first got here right yeah. i mean he bagged your mom so yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I i can't remember like having like, the last conversation with him, but like I don't remember him having like broken English in any way. Like I remember it being very, very good. Yeah, yeah. And I've had friends. I've had I think I had like, a, a date or a couple ex girlfriends who were like, "I don't understand your dad." I'm like, "How do you really? not understand the fuck? him? Get really? the fuck out of here!" Accent, just, not, yeah. That's why they're ex girlfriends. So it's, <laughs> it's just the accent, and it's not him just speaking poorly. Right. Like okay. there's certain uh, phrases yeah. that are like his grammar is not like perfect like still but yeah. he can speak in, like you can't not understand him right yeah. unless you're like one of my ex-girlfriends apparently <laughs> yeah. i just didn't understand that. fucking dumb bitches anyways right <laughs> i was like having to translate like not really but right. yeah right they were they were yeah, like, like i'm speaking english right like i'm just nothing yeah. wrong i, like, I can't felt. i can't yeah. what yeah. are you saying <laughs> oh my god um so <clears throat> your nickname was obviously a fucking a tsa joke uh <laughs> not just because, it feels bad yeah. no, no, I, no I don't feel bad at all <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't understand it if, I, I thought it was because yeah. I thought I was like doing like criminal shit when yeah. I was younger no. I can swear is that okay if I swear yeah, too good, yeah. okay, oh okay. so much fuck shit cunt bitch uh-huh. yeah okay all right, good. <laughs> um, but yeah so so you're, you're fucking your nickname was a TSA joke because um, I don't know I don't even know if it was really that you would fly around but one of the things when, when Joey was like oh I want to get Dan on here I was like perfect uh, haven't fucking talked to him in forever. I was like, but also, who the fuck is he and what is he doing? Anymore? Because we haven't talked in probably like probably like six, seven years, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long fucking time. I just remember like skateboarding with you guys. Yeah, like, yep, right. And that's stuff. pretty yeah. much that's that was like the extent of our relationship at that point. Yeah. Um, but uh, one of the things that Joey had told me was that the majority of your lifestyle for the past couple of years, um, you've gone on a lot of trips. Um, you've done a lot of, uh, done a lot of traveling. And when I did my little Facebook, Instagram stock before you came over, all you were doing was taking fucking basic white girl, Instagram photos, like climbing rock walls and shit like that. <laughs> of course. So, of course, yes. so, uh, what have you been up to? You've been traveling stuff like that? Yeah. So there are like two major trips that I went on, Okay, like a little traveling just around the state and like whatever. But, um, there, so I was working at Walgreens for like six years and, I was also finishing my bachelor's in psychology so at, at UB. Okay. And so there was like this point in my life where I was like, damn, okay, do I want to just go right into, because I wanted to go to grad school. So I was like, do I just go right into that like I did from high school to college? Yeah. Um, and so I started thinking like what I wanted to do. And I figured like the like European like backpacking trip right. was something that a lot of kids did. Yeah. And, but I felt like, I was like, you know what? I feel like I need to do something different. And so I never really got to explore the U.S. very much. Okay. And I just figured um, like taking a road trip would be like a fun thing to do. And yeah. But again, I would have to like quit my job. Right. And I felt like it was like a big 
decision. So I ended up quitting after like six Jesus years of working there Christ, yeah. and then just got my degree and literally like a week later ended up taking like a three month uh, road trip around the US, like basically the perimeter of the US. Damn. And then, um, yeah, and I brought my friend Connor with me for the first month uh, and the last two months were up by myself basically. Really? Wow. Yeah. So that was cool. Okay. <laughs> dude, I could never fucking do that. No, so traveling by yourself that. Yeah, no. Oh, Going, my. Dude, I don't, being by myself in an area that I'm not familiar with, and I, I mean, you being in the, the, the United States is good, uh, but like, like when Bob went to fucking Florida by himself on vacation, I was like, I would never do that. I, yeah. would, I would never feel comfortable being by myself. Mm. You know, what happens if you get into a situation where, you know, you need fucking help? You know what I mean? Like you were skateboarding. Find and shit. help. Yeah, like you were skateboarding. <laughs> yeah, and shit. exactly. Like if Could you were fucking cruising, yeah, and you yeah. you got hurt, dude. That was... That's actually happened. Yeah, really. Like on this trip, like I got really? I got hit by a car a couple times. Dude, but <laughs> dude, I had a fucking <laughs> damn it. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I, I want to walk story. us through. Why don't we go chronological? Can we do that? Okay. Oh yeah, of course. Might as well. All right, go for it. Okay. Um, I mean. I don't know if I'm going to go on every single point, but like, no, no, like I said, it yeah. was, so it was, it was three months long. Mm-hmm. It was in my Toyota Corolla, okay. which I, which Connor and I slept in oh for God. a lot of the trip. Oh my God. Cute. That's so cute. You yeah. had to be so close together. Yeah. Yes. We, yeah. It, and honestly, there are some places, especially when we went like closer up North, it was very, very cold mm-hmm. and it sucked. Like yeah. the first couple of times we like slept at like gas stations and like Walmart parking lots. We did not prepare very well for the sleeping aspect. <laughs> There's so much stuff in the in the back seat, and you can you can't recline all the way. Yep. So you're basically like in like I'm like sitting in this position trying to sleep <laughs> with oh no God. blanket or anything. Yeah. And uh, so anyways, but we started going to Chicago and then went to Colorado, stayed with his uh, sister for a while. Okay, um, that was super fun. <clears throat> and then went to Yellowstone. Like a lot of the places were around going to national parks. Yeah, and okay. like mountains. And also skateboarding. Okay. That was my main thing. It's like I wanted to skateboard and like like bomb hills, go to skate parks in different areas. Were you going to like famous places to skate? Like like there's different areas, like stuff like that? Or was it more so you'd get to a location and then look for something to go to? So yeah, that's a good question. Like in LA, it was a lot of it was going to famous spots, like okay. for me personally. And then but most of the time that like skateboarding is how I explore new places. Okay. Because I'll like just, you know, most of the time, I would be sleeping in my car or finding a new friend or, like, a family member to sleep at their house for a bit or, like, using my tent mm. and obviously at the parks and, st- like, with Connor. But then I would go into this new place and just take my skateboard and explore around and, like, ask the locals, like, what I should do mm. and just, like, make new friends and stuff. And so that was the main thing it's like just cruise around different places and like use my skateboard to like just find spots and like meet people yeah that's dope so that was fun yeah and you didn't get kidnapped yeah right no yeah just when you were four that was it yeah right just that one time yeah but my dad so you would literally just me and joe are so opposite this maybe we're just bitch made dude that's got to be what it is but like i i don't don't go up i wouldn't fucking just no. I wouldn't just fucking go up and ask strangers, what, hey, where should I go? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, just uh, go down the street there. Maybe I should just be more trusting of people. I don't fucking know. I mean, you were in Colorado and, and fucking shit like that. But, I mean, if you're like, – it's just anywhere. I feel like I would feel unsafe to just, right. like, ask strangers what to do with my life. Like, yeah. I guess it would be different for me if I went to an area like Clarence, where we are now, or, you know, in Amherst. I I would feel much more comfortable asking people, you know, what to do, like what's around in the area. But if we're in like the middle of fucking Buffalo, I would not talk to nobody. You know what I mean? Right. Was there, did you ever go into like the inner cities of any of these places you went? So, okay. I mean, so like again, growing up skating, especially in Buffalo, I got really used to being around like homeless people. Okay. And just like being like in like rough, like rougher neighborhoods. I didn't grow up in a rough neighborhood, Mm -hmm. but like, I'm just like, I'm like comfortable with that. So like a lot of times I was honestly like just saying hanging out with people who were like homeless because like a lot of times they skated too. And what I find with like skateboarding and homelessness too is like while I'm trying to skate a bench, that's the same bench that someone's trying to sleep on. So it's like using the city in ways that like are not usually meant for what there's like what people use them for. So I feel like, I don't know, that was just like where I felt comfortable. Fighting the power. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like I think it's just like knowing the city and like 
I don't know. I guess I, I felt more comfortable throughout the trip yeah, going up to people. Yeah, you're used to doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah like honestly, okay. in the beginning, I wasn't actually that comfortable mm. except for like in Buffalo. Yeah. But like you said, like being in a new place, right. that's definitely different. Yeah. You don't really know the vibe or like what's what are the cultures around even the same country or state. Yeah, because yeah. things definitely do change just fucking street by street. There might be places that you shouldn't be going or there are places that even it's not even like the people that live there that are a problem it's the fucking just some fucking karen will call the cops on you that type shit as well right um yeah that's actually what i wanted to ask as well is you said you were sleeping in like at like gas stations and parking lots at walmart and stuff like that i feel like i can't sit in a fucking walmart parking lot for more than an hour without fucking cops being like hey what the fuck are you doing here yeah you guys are shit you guys are bringing up the perfect stuff really (laughs) so (laughs) yeah so in calif like it was like right after we left um salt lake city and going into california like like south lake tahoe area we ended up sleeping I, i don't even know the city we were in but we ended up sleeping in this walmart parking lot like you're legally allowed they usually are like okay like sometimes they have rv parking in their in their lot oh yeah and you can generally sleep there overnight if you need to okay like in your car in your car in your car specifically i say that because again our car was very packed when it was both of us so we did not want to sleep in the car again together it was just uncomfortable (laughs) so i had the bright idea i was like you know what like why don't we just set the tent the tents up (laughs) <laughs> in the parking lot right yeah like that makes sense right yeah, sure I'd be, like we're, we'd be way more comfortable yeah and i don't really give a shit like i feel like we might as well be comfortable it's just a night like what's gonna happen yeah right bring your bear your bear mace have a knife next to you when you're sleeping exactly. just in case you didn't know the place oh right yeah for sure so yeah the next morning we i, I we were kind of waking up and all of a sudden i hear someone tapping on the tent door and I'm in my boxers. I have a knife in my hand. Oh, my and God. I have bear mace next to me. And I literally grabbed the knife. And they're like, come up. It's a, it's a police. Like, come out of the tents. Like, what are you guys doing? Mm. And I was, like, literally, Fucking. like, waking up in the morning. Like, um, hi. Like, we were just sleeping. Yeah. And basically, you know, they had just had calls from people saying that there's two people sleeping in tents at the Walmart. Oh, my God. <laughs> but they saw the license plate. And this was like a good conversation starter in Cali because you're you have a New York license plate. Yeah, right. Opposite side of the fucking continent. Yeah, exactly. Right. And one of the cops was planning an East Coast road trip. Oh, oh wow. okay. So they're actually asking for our advice. And they're like, this is so cool what you guys are doing. <laughs> and we made friends with them, actually. Um, you're like, I got one tip. Apparently, don't set up tents in the Walmart down there. Yeah. Right? So yeah, for right. all of you watching, don't do that. <laughs> don't set up Sleep tents in your in car and just yeah. bite the bullet. <laughs> But yeah, so that's funny that you guys mentioned that. You made fucking friends with the goddamn cops. That's hilarious. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Did you ever run into like obviously places that you shouldn't shouldn't be fucking skating? Like you didn't have any you didn't have any fucking Karens be like, no, that's my that's a historical bench. None of that. No, shit. there's Karens everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think maybe I don't know. Like when I watch like skate videos, you see a lot of skateboarders who like don't give a shit and like even if they're getting kicked out they'll still do the spot yeah exactly and i'm not a pro skateboarder so i yeah and i want to be respectful like it's not my property so Mm -hmm. some people are like okay with it like if i'm skating in a place and people are like out and about i'll ask them like hey like if i'm being too loud for you or if i'm like in your space just let me know and I'll, i'll skate somewhere else okay so yeah like if i wasn't like that i'd probably have more problems yeah but i've definitely gotten kicked out of places and people are just immediately start like yelling like I've had like crackheads come up to me and like threaten to stab me. What the fuck? <laughs> I was with, I, I was with Jake actually. Okay. I was, yeah, I was gonna talk time. about Jake next because Jake's uh, Jake's uh, personality is not so much the friendly type right. when it comes to no trying to kick him out. He will yeah. he will mess you up if yeah. you confront him for sure. And apparently now more than ever. Now he's yeah. fucking ripped. Yeah. Hell. So don't mess with Jake. Yeah. Um. So yeah, th- I think we were in Buffalo one time and there was this guy who was like clearly on drugs next to a playground mm-hmm. yeah i don't know very good we literally were passing by we weren't skating a spot we were just passing by yeah. and like this guy came up to, to came up to us and was threatening us um i think jake was just like he just kept walking honestly <laughs> i think he was just like i don't want to get into it yeah which is probably smart but i was like like what are you gonna <laughs> you're do? leaving me behind like yeah. but i literally was like like what are you gonna do and uh, you don't want to say that to like someone. No, like you do yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. So, but we we kept moving forward after that. He was just like, you don't want to just mess with anyone who's in that state of mind. Oh no. God. Yeah. But there, so there's Karens, and then there's 
Clyde's. I don't Clyde's. Know what <laughs> right, yeah. Do we know what the male Karen name is? Do we have any fucking bids for that? Because we, I feel like it hasn't been picked yet. What do you guys think? Uh, I don't fucking know. Alec was telling me that... Um, did I talk about this last time? I don't think so, no. Alec was telling me... Fuck, what the fuck was it? God fucking damn it. It was the worst fucking name, though. But I, I honestly feel like it's more like a... Like, we have friends that go by, like, Bob and shit like that. But I feel like if you go by the full name... And I honestly feel like I'm just picking on Bob's family. I feel like Robert is a fucking good male Karen name. I also yeah. feel like his dad's name, Kenneth, is a good fucking Karen Kenneth. name as well. <laughs> That's close to Karen, too. Yeah, it, it has the yeah. same kind of like yeah, vibe right, to yeah. it. Oh, this is Alec. Alec was saying Terry. Oh, Terry. And I was just like, no. Terry, like the only Terry's I've ever met were fucking black guys. And they they're just like they're not gonna fucking call the cops on you. They're gonna like grill up some nice fucking yeah. Cajun food in Florida or some shit like that. Like I feel like it, Terry is not a fucking Karen name. No, I think I of like think the so. Key and Peele skit, like the Terrys. The Terrys. Oh, the fucking terrorists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Terrys. <dude>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know, man. But I feel like the, the internet needs to come up with a consensus on that, and that's what Alec was saying. He was like, "There's actually a website devoted to proof that Terry is." the same as a fucking Karen name. And I guess it was just because of like the popularity of the name and when it came about and like all of the Terry's are the same age as all of the Karen's, but it's not an age thing. It's a privilege thing. Mm. And like how you act towards other people. So I, it's fucking Terry. No, you're it's a way of fine, life. Terry. I don't know. It's dude, a way think, of life. Yeah, Karen yeah. is a way of life. Yeah. Yeah. I think like George would be a good name. George. Like when George. I think of George, I think of people who are just older dudes. Like, you know, the picture of the, or the, the guy and his wife, they were like out in the streets with like the fucking uh, semi-automatic. That, guy's like, that guy, like that guy, like he just. What's his actual name? I don't know. Because that George. Would be good, maybe yeah. <laughs> yeah. George Zimmerman. Like, yeah, right. That yeah. guy too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, okay, so so you yeah, uh, you've skated a lot with Jake. I was wondering if if you were you there with the car dealership thing. Yes. Can you I was tell that recording. story? Yeah. So I was recording him board sliding this little rail like honestly we barely touched it at all okay he probably tried it like a couple times the way that it was set up though is like there's like a parking lot and then mm-hmm. a railing down into another parking lot that happened to be an expensive car dealership yeah so it was at okay. a mercedes-benz dealership <laughs> okay so yeah and uh there were cars like around where we were skating and we weren't like getting close to them really at least i don't remember that but it wasn't like a huge rail. Like the the railing you're thinking of a skateboarding, it's not even that. It's like a little <laughs> tiny barrier that he just wanted to do a quick board side on as yeah. we're like cruising through. And he did it a couple times. And apparently, because um, we were with like, I think Zach was driving a bunch of people around too. Sure. Probably sounds about right. That yeah. was, he was like the only guy with a fucking license yeah. in the beginning. Yes. So yeah. Yeah. He had a bunch of people in his truck, I think. And then I, like maybe Jake and I drove separate, but yeah, so there was a lady apparently inside of the dealership who was cleaning okay. and had recorded us doing that. Yeah. Now, I like, again, I was like recording him do it. And then we ended up just leaving. And a couple days later, a cop comes to my house who I actually ended up being friends with because I, I, I saw him at Walgreens all the time. Oh, really? But apparently he went to like a lot of our houses and was were like questioning us about it. Okay. And unfortunately, you know, like, because I, I didn't, like, skate the rail physically, I think Jake got, like, I don't know if he got sued or something or oh, by the dealership. Yeah. yeah, I know that there was a falling out, but I wasn't there for the story, so I was just wondering. Right. He, he did he... he they had to pay them some Allegedly. Of I, he I, ran into a car? Is that what happened? No, no. It no. was literally the rail yeah. itself. Oh, my there was, God. They, and it, they got at, him for, like, vandalism on the on that rail. And the marks oh weren't even from God. us. Right. Like, bike riders and stuff would come through, yeah. and the pegs would, like, so grind anybody, it. was a heavy right. traffic so, spot. We would go there all the fucking yeah. time. Right. So anybody that's unfamiliar with board sliding a rail, uh, it's not using your trucks, mm-hmm. obviously. So the Imagine metal saying part. anyone They're, who's unfamiliar with board sliding and then using you the got, word trucks. For oh, my bad. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah, just, yeah. it's like not metal, metal grinding right. on metal. Yeah, it's not the metal. board side is metal. Right. Yeah. And he like did not it even twice. Wood. It's like fucking paint. Yeah, yeah exactly. like so you could have just like wipe off whatever yeah, da- whatever out. damage a yeah. skateboard would have yeah. done, mm-hmm. at least for on the board part. Dude, so, what an idiot. but there were like me metal marks and like ground into it, and just the fact that they got the lady to see that and record it was enough for you know they didn't catch these other guys who were doing it, so yeah. they put it all on Jake, nice. which sucks. Yeah, 
Yeah, those fucking cleaning ladies, am I right? They'll get you every goddamn time. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, so you mentioned something earlier about uh, getting struck by vehicles, dude. Yes. So you've been struck by multiple cars. Is that what you said? On your fucking trip. Yes. Yeah, so, so I've had some incidents with, with cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, okay. <laughs> so I, I was mentioning before, like, I have gotten hit by a car in New York before. This is a separate time. Okay. Um, that's kind of a goal of mine. It's like you know, people <laughs> to like get to hit have by cars. <laughs> yeah, like to have souvenirs. Yeah, yeah right. I just like to get hit by different types of cars, yeah. different places. Yeah. <laughs> so, and the reason is because I skate a lot in traffic. Yeah. It's just something I like to do. Yeah, you're really cool, basically. Right. Yeah. yeah like I just like to play cool. real life Frogger. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever um, skitched on cars before? So that's what happened. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I was in San Diego. On my way to get a burrito, which is like okay. any regular, you know, person. Yeah. And uh, this is when I was like learning how to feel comfortable bombing hills and like going really fast. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was feeling more confident, like going fast. So when I was on my way to go to this place, it was like several blocks away. And I was like, okay, I'll just hitch on the back of one of these cars or trucks mm-hmm. and just like have my skateboard. So I started holding on to the back of this pickup truck, and those are nice because they have an easy thing to grab onto, yeah. like in the in the back. But he didn't know I was behind him, <laughs> okay. and eventually it was like a thirty mile per hour speed limit zone, yeah. which was why I thought it was safe. Mm-hmm. But it started picking up Dude, more. Dude, thirty on a skateboard is fast as shit. But he wasn't yeah, going that fast. Oh, There's okay. traffic. Okay. But then, and so I again, I thought I can control it and like yeah. just keep moving forward. But traffic started clearing out more, and he started speeding up. And I was like, adrenaline started kicking in. So I was like, yeah, let's do this. Like, I'm ready. (laughs) So what was interesting was as he started going faster, I knew I was like, okay, I know I can stand on this. But I started realizing the the road was getting a lot more rough. Yeah. And there were like potholes that I was avoiding. Yeah. And I, I just remember looking up and there's a speed trap. Like it showed like you're going this miles per hour. And I remember it saying like 35 <laughs> and he was accelerating more after yeah. that. Holy shit. So we were like approaching 40 probably. Yeah. And I was, I know I was going way too fast and all of a sudden a pothole like right in front of me, like a deep one. I yeah. could not avoid. I tried to like ollie it going like that fast yeah, right? <laughs> while holding on like I was wakeboarding or something. Yeah. Hit it. Like I think I hit the back of the truck and luckily like luckily because i think he stopped when he felt me like hit the truck or something yeah there were cars behind me too so i was like i'm getting run over like straight up they stopped like right in time jesus christ yeah Yeah. they stopped right in time my board flew under one of the cars i got like road rash and everything um and luckily i was only a block away from the burrito place so i just walked over to get a burrito you were okay Oh, I was fine. Yeah, really? I was just like scared. Yeah, but did, did your board get destroyed? No, no, I was good. And oh, then I wow. went like bombing hills after that, and like went to the beach. So like, oh, so you're a psychopath? Basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, more, like I just, I love adrenaline, mm-hmm. and I'm I do a lot of things to the extreme, like to a positive and negative. So yeah, yeah. so that that happened. Wait, was this so Connor wasn't with you at this, at this point, point, right? No, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did he, he leave when you? When you were staying with his sister, was that like his final stop there? No, no, no. So uh, that was like the first week of the trip. And okay. then he stayed with me for a month. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when we got to LA, I dropped him off at LAX, which I hate that airport. It, it was so hard to like maneuver in and out of it. Um, and so, but yeah, I dropped him off at the airport. And then the next two months, it was just me. And I stayed in LA with my cousins for a bit. Yeah. Went to San Diego. I like slept at this ashram that I visited like a long time ago. It's like like they practice like yoga and meditation there. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I stayed there for a bit and then went back to LA, back and forth. Um, and then that's and then eventually I went toward the Grand Canyon for, to finish the rest of the trip. Okay. Now isn't this okay? This is something that's weird to me because you, it, it was your fucking fault that you got fucking hit by that. Guy. It always is my fault. But <laughs> isn't it weird that um. You were in every right to sue the fuck out of the truck and pretend that you were injured and shit like that. Isn't it weird that people have that disposition in their minds to uh, to try to press charges against people, especially even if it is their fault? Like there are pedestrians that will just they just won't fucking pay attention. 
And um, I think I talked about this in the beginning of the summer on, on the podcast before, but like, as soon as the summer starts, there's just a lot more people out biking and skating and shit like that, because we only have like three months a year that are worth a shit. Right. Um, but because I was driving in eight months of winter with no pedestrians, I, uh, I don't get fucking, I'm not fucking used to it. So like that first week is like me, like having to reacclimate myself to like not hitting people in the middle of the goddamn road. Right, right. So, but there are people that, you know, it'll be completely their fault and they will fucking press charges and pretend that they're, they'll play fucking injured and pretend that, you know, it's, it's actually a fucking problem. Um, but you didn't fucking do that. You don't, you didn't I even fucking think that. about it. You were like, yeah, I'm just right. hungry. I want that goddamn burrito. Yeah, exactly. That was my motivation. I was yeah. about to get his insurance information and everything, but I was like, I got a burrito to attend to. So <laughs> no, <laughs> I would he, uh, never do that. Did that you damage his truck at all? No. no. Yeah. Okay, and if I did, good. I would. Yeah, right, right, like, right, right. Yeah, did he I would get not. out? Was he pissed? Or he just no, he kept driving. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. Like that's LA, man. I think he stopped. He he saw me that's get back showbiz, up. That's showbiz, baby. I laughed. I like laughed when I got up. Like if I'm like in those situations, I generally laugh. Yeah. Right. So he was like, okay, this fucking this crazy. Yeah, I'm sure that shit happens all the time. Yeah. Wow. to me or just in general <laughs> both yeah <laughs> when was this how old were you 22 21 mm. so probably like 22 okay that makes sense because i feel like when i was younger i I could understand that that aspect of it because i i i been mildly hit by a car as well when i was riding my bike to uh to ryan's house one time um i was crossing over is that shimerville there we're across from dashes. Yeah. That shit. Um, so I was crossing just over there, but I wasn't fucking paying attention. And I was like fucking 15 at the time. And there was a car that was just like rolling to a stop. And they were just kind of like rolling through that light there. So I just went over their fucking hood of their car. Hmm. And I did the same thing. I just was like, ah, okay, I got to go. Thanks. Bye. And they were right. like trying to see if I was okay and shit like that. But when you're younger, <laughs> you're kind of like almost embarrassed that it even happened. Yeah. Embarrassed that you fell and you don't think about like, oh, I could be injured or something like that. Dude, if I get hit by a car now and it was my fault, I'd be fucking embarrassed. <laughs> were you, fuck, I can't remember if this is when I took you to Fresh Catch. Do you, were you there? With when... that kid that fell? Yes. Yeah, 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 what yeah, the yeah, fuck? Yeah. There was this kid that was, uh, that just was riding, riding his a bike. bike. And he was just going along this very level Williamsville sidewalk with no fucking crevasses or anything like that. And he just crevasses over the fucking handlebars, ate shit. (laughs) (laughs) And there's people coming out of the restaurant like, oh, my God, are you okay? Like, what's going on? Like, obviously, everyone's laughing at him because it's hilarious. But he gets up. And this is the only part of this that I really remember is he gets up and he just said, no, this happens all the time. It's okay. Or does he forget his right and left break? Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. He must have just clamped on the left break. Yeah, yeah. Like hard as fuck. Yeah. But if it happens all the time, stop riding a bike, man. Yeah. And uh, Didn't he have like a big ass backpack on him too? Yo, huge. Oh, that's like flying yeah. over yeah. your... Oh, yeah, so like, he literally looked like he was farther. Rocking, yeah. like, he has like a full yeah. front flip. <laughs> He's like ready to start the fucking Appalachian Trail with that yeah. fucking backpack. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It was such a weird... Um, You got hit in New York too? Yeah. But this wasn't part of this trip. No, no, no. Yeah, that was separate. I was just there for like... That, that was like specifically just for skateboarding mm-hmm. like see my cousins sure um that i mean that was a lot easier to happen because there's like traffic everywhere like, and like going oh, through yeah. traffic is like a lot more common well, there what's i don't and i don't know i i hear that both places are terrible for traffic but i would have thought the la may have been worse so i was so the getting hit before that was in san diego but like the same like, la traffic oh, is terrible too okay. yeah but I this bet. was like along the beach okay so oh, it was like okay. one yeah. specific row but yeah, yeah. I, la traffic sucks too and i'm sure that would be just almost as bad yeah yeah but new york is just so concentrated yeah and people are very assertive driving there so they will take their turn when they have any opportunity right yeah and pedestrians are constantly going through so i understand if you like are just trying to squeeze through like make the pedestrian wait i don't know if i had headphones in um i was just passing along the sidewalk and i don't know it it, it wasn't as bad though. Like it wasn't as dangerous. I just I got bumped and like fell off my board and everything. But yeah, did he just, stop? They stopped and they were they were like concerned for a second. Hey, but fuck I was fine. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. I, I was and fine they, though. They just yell out, "I'm walking here." Yeah, that could have been the next person in line. Honestly, yeah, exactly. you know, people are like so different there. But yeah. Um. So you said there were uh, there were two main trips that you took. Was the second one also another fucking excursion in the States, in the U.S. of A.? So so the next trip was a little weirder because 
uh, this was before going into grad school. Like I took this gap year and I knew I wanted to go get an MBA, but I didn't know what I wanted to mix it with. But that's, you know, that's something else. And so one thing I always wanted to learn was like a language. Okay. So French seemed to be like one of the more popular languages to be spoken in business in the coming future with a lot of like francophone countries in africa sure getting more commerce so i figured that would be and i already had some practice in high school but you got like you forget it so yep, quickly right. immediately yeah. yeah yeah i knew like like if how you to can't say use my it name to get is. laid then i'm not fucking remembering <laughs> right, right. <laughs> how to use the bath like where does the bathroom like yeah. that yeah <laughs> but yeah i just wanted to learn french and one of my mentors was like just go somewhere where they speak French, like go to Montreal or Quebec or something. Yeah. <laughs> so like, fuck that. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to step you up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to raise the stakes a little bit. And so I went to France for three months. Oh, Jesus. For three months. For three okay. months. Yeah. And it was a program. It wasn't through school. I like just looked it up online, like okay. a language exchange program. Yeah. And so I stayed with two different families, one in Paris, like outside of Paris for two months and then another family for the last month in Montpellier, which is like in the south. And it's kind of like a it's like a California vibe. Like okay. Marseille and Montpellier are kind of like like a Venice beach in a way. But essentially I like taught the fam the kids French. Oh sorry. I taught them <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. You said let me fucking American man <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You guys are fucking speaking this French here, right? <laughs> God damn. Yeah, no, I, I taught them English and and they already had some basis of it, but was doing lessons with them and then I got to learn French while okay. I was like traveling and stuff. That was yeah. And skateboarding was part of it too. Nice. Yeah, nice yeah. family? Yeah. How young were the kids? Um the first family, it was a seventeen year old and a fifteen year old at oh, the time. Okay. And the second family, uh, and a boy and a girl, and same a boy and a girl with this the southern family, and I think it was like 19 and 12 mm. i'm pretty sure okay yeah something like that so you at least had something you could relate a little bit to the you know the ones that were older i feel like if you were just like i, I feel like it would be so weird if you yeah. had just like two six-year-old children and you were like come in 25 year old american man yeah. teach my kids english like yeah. it just seems fucking weird but yeah yeah you're right if I they were older do. yeah i mean plus like traveling around and like having someone to hang out with too mm. i mean like i said I was talking about going up to people around the States, learning about the town and like what to do. Yeah. Now I'm like, no one speaks my language. Like yeah. they speak English pretty well in Paris, but yeah, like my goal was to try to speak French and I sounded like I'm so stupid. Yeah. Did you find, cause I've heard this before just about that place in particular. Um, oh, yeah. They won't even fucking speak their native language to you like they'll hear you trying and then they'll fucking just be like now nah, i'm gonna fucking speak english like they don't even fucking wanna yeah like if they know like i was trying to practice yeah so i wasn't just doing it because it was like respectful like i wanted Je to learn <laughs> daniel <laughs> yeah like yeah. so i sounded super american too they can tell with the accent yeah um and i got a little better but I, it still sucks and so they would try to humor me and like help yeah. and sometimes they didn't like at a certain point, they didn't even notice, which was like a positive thing. They're like, oh, wow. Like, like I couldn't even tell. But that was few and far between. And that yeah. was like short conversations. Yeah. When you only had to say one word. Yes. Bathroom. Wow. You said bathroom very well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah. So that that was nice to have people my age to mm. relate to and to like find cool yeah. stuff to do around. That's a, I Steven did that when he went to Spain with his there was a group of them that went together. Yeah. And he said that, I mean being there in that environment you know being in spain talking spanish with people actually will you'll fucking excel with learning the language yeah um but that's it i've heard the people in france are not like the nicest i guess so that's Two like foreigners. a paris kind of thing yeah what was it's that? just paris oh yeah paris that's like the culture people that the stereotype that people yeah. talk about but honestly i did i've had other friends went to paris and said they had that experience of like yeah people like being condescending to well, them or... i i guess i hear that it's it's specifically towards americans yeah for the most part okay i mean um i definitely can see that i it just wasn't my personal experience okay. like people were like pretty nice honestly and open-minded mm -hmm. and but i think it's also like trying to like show respect like the language especially i think it's important to try to practice it sure and not just ex i think it's like maybe the 
certain people like Americans who might feel like this is my vacation. Like everyone yeah. is around to serve me. Yeah. And they, that, that I can see yeah. that being, and people something. are like, Hey, I fucking live here. Right. Yeah, like, right. yeah. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, this that makes just a travel it's not like going to Mexico where you're going to, you know, stay you're not going to an all inclusive. Right. But, yeah. but to be fair, Paris is the number one, like travel city in the world. Really? So like, so maybe they should be a little bit more nice. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Like, but I think they are for the most part, but at the same time, it's like, if you're someone's coming at you like that, you know, yeah, I can understand. It's right. like, all right, like, like maybe if people are disrespectful, I can see that. If happening. I'm trying to put myself in those shoes, if we had, if fucking Buffalo, New York was like the Paris of the world, and right. we just had a bunch of fucking foreigners coming up and being like, "Where is the subway time? Where is it?" And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably I'd be like, "Fuck I'd be like, you, figure fuck it out." You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you want to be understanding and patient with people, but at the yeah. same time, yeah, if that's like you also got everything. your own life going on. Yeah, yeah, right. All right, that makes sense then. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little relieved that it's not as um, not as bad as not as bad as I thought. But a- Emily, my girlfriend, um, her uh, her like the vast majority of her mother's side of the family is Spanish and lives in Spain. So I can she has definitely said the exact same thing as going there and being in that place. Um, she was like, I was really with the fucking shits, the Spanish shits when when she was um visiting there and stuff she was like and i fucking lost it all but it's so much easier to learn when it's just like surrounded you yeah. completely um yeah, when you're like, like forced to figure it out almost. yeah exactly yeah. it was i was very nervous it was I, I felt comfortable being in new places yeah from the road trip mainly but then like i don't know it, it was so weird because i was not great at french like i had to learn on my own like from the beginning of that year until like late spring when I left to go there. Sure. I was listening to like French hip hop and like <laughs> what the hell does that sound yeah, like? Right. Yeah. I've never heard that Cause before. Because I, I love hip hop yeah. and I figured like that would be to like understand like the I don't know, like the more informal kind of language. Right. Sure. So and then so that was I think that was kinda helpful to like just hear it all the time. And then podcasts and like Duolingo, that kind of stuff. Yep. But one thing I should have done that I've seen a lot more lately with people doing is reaching out to someone who knows French and like even zoom calling them and actually talking to someone, having a conversation because you can only do so much French. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You can only do so much by listening Mm. and it helped a lot. And I like practiced it out loud when I got there and like met the father of the first family. I like my heart sank because I was trying to speak and I was listening to him and it was so challenging. So fucking hard. And the mom, I feel like the mom did not like me at first because I couldn't speak very well and she didn't know any English whatsoever. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. But But he did. The father did. He, yeah, because he was an engineer and and like near Paris. And so he had to learn English and German to present to like different uh, stakeholders. Business stuff, as you said. It's just very important in business to know some fucking different languages so you can seal the deal like Donald Trump, dude. Right. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah, so that was three months, and then basically, I, I I feel comfortable speaking French if I get back into it, like warming up. But we talked about you know once you don't speak it for a while, yeah, you lose a lot of it. Yeah, but like yeah, so you have nothing to say to our French listeners. We actually have had two downloads yeah. from fr- from fucking France. Can you can you give them a little something? A little something, just a little. I can try. Um, See, he so fucking merci says, beaucoup. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, pour écouter uh, le pod- le podcast. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> the, the pressure. I can't think of it. It's all good, man. Uh, yeah. No. Fucking yeah. listen to two two series. Uh, <laughs> Mon français est uh, très mal. Yeah. It's very bad. Very very bad. Uh, very good. Very bad. Very big penis. Je dois je dois pratiquer uh, plus. I need to practice more. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> no. We gotta send you there for another three months, man. Yeah, exactly. God. But I would so, definitely go back. Like, I don't know. I, I recommend going to a different country. Write yeah. to these people. Or are they like fucking? Do Do you have? Are you added them on Facebook or anything like that? Yeah, like I've had. I reached out to the kids a little bit. Okay. Like they've had like projects. Like the the one son asked me about like veganism. He was doing a paper on veganism, and so he was asking me about like what kind of stuff I Is eat. Is that and, just? Like, an american thing oh it's just because of that's the way just because the way i okay, eat I and like, like he knew that for me so yeah. he just uh, i talked to him about that but 
and the other son i'll like talk to once in a while but yeah we haven't kept in touch like all that often honestly kind of just like i think i just got like, right when i got back i started grad school like Going a couple days later yeah so what have you been up to more recently then i guess that's a good segue as as any so sure so i'm doing so it's like a dual degree program at ub okay and that's like uh, a master in social work and a master in business okay and it's kind of new and it seems like those things don't really go together sure you know they seem like they're kind of opposite in a lot of ways but i've come to realize how important it is for business-minded people to think more about social impact yeah and for social workers to think more about what money means to them and not to like demonize it so much because i feel like you might yeah okay so one thing that bothers me is for especially the social work program people are extremely like on like more like left-leaning yeah and i've always been like left-leaning myself but this it was very hard to think anything different because I feel like on the left, and I, I don't want to make this political necessarily. This is just something I've noticed. Okay. I feel like as social workers and like people who are more liberal, they preach about being open-minded and like accepting people, but only if it's what they believe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And if you say anything positive about like Trump or about anything conservative, you are like ostracized a little right. bit or right. like no what, what you're saying makes on. complete sense like yeah. you literally described it perfectly like the i would definitely agree that social work is more of a liberal degree and business is more of a conservative degree so it's kind of an interesting um putting them putting the fucking two together for sure but like in school in general is liberal like yeah academia oh, God, yeah, is yeah. is very liberal so like you're things you learn about a lot are primarily like on that side of things. And so the first year was all business. Second year was all social work. Okay. And this is my third year, my final year. And it's going to be like a mix of both. Okay. So that'll be interesting. And I'm doing a fellowship now, which is like a mix of all that together. So I, I'm kind of, my thinking has changed so much and I, but I feel like it's helped been helpful to have those two sides of things um yeah i don't know well no they do fucking say that you you that's that's like a big uh that's a big um fucking trump supporter parent thing to say is like you went to school and now you think you're all fancy and liberal like <laughs> like that right. usually is fucking how it goes it makes sense though but um what is uh so what's a career path for something like that so yeah i think most of the time the career path is like being a non-profit like being a non-profit administration okay like you want to start your own non-profit or you want to be like the executive director of a nonprofit that's already existing. Yeah. But um, a lot of a lot more people are starting businesses that have some sort of social impact or social innovation in mind. Okay. And that's kind of where I see myself is like trying to use business as a means of inspiring social impact in like communities. And like I love Buffalo and I grew up here and I'm planning on staying here. I was gonna say, is this a Buffalo thing? Yeah. Um <laughs> Like, what do you mean? The idea of, like, social innovation? Well, I feel like, you know, it's stupid. Maybe it's just because it's, like, the classic I hate my hometown, hometown kind of shit. Um, but uh, it feels like when you talk about business, you don't often talk about Buffalo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, business in Buffalo is booming. Right now, for sure. Yeah. yeah like, it's definitely... It's whatever, on the rise, Whatever, bro. dude. I don't fucking care. People are... You're not going to... You're not going to fucking convince me that people aren't going to, like, Nashville and LA no, it's and happening. New York City it's and shit happening. like that. Okay. All right. No, no, I can see that, like, it, it, at least it was, even on my radar, it wasn't ever, like, Buffalo is, like, a business city. It's not. But it, maybe it is becoming, like you guys said, but... Historically, though, like, Industrial Revolution and, like, early 1900s and stuff, this was, like, a very booming, yeah, like, industrial right. place. Like, that's why we have all these different factories and everything yeah. around. Buffalo was, like, the first city, like, in the country to get fucking, like, electricity or, like, lights or whatever, wasn't it? it was well, yeah, they're a pioneer in a lot of, like, the yeah. industrial, like, technology and everything. But then I think, but to your point, though, I think maybe after a while, I mean, people started leaving Buffalo a lot mm. and going to these other, like, metropolitan cities, going to California, going to New York City. Um, Even, like, Philadelphia, But too. I don't blame, yeah. but I wouldn't blame Buffalo for that. You know what I mean? I don't. It's, Look, it's, it's fucking the shut fucking the fuck state. up, dude. I, I'm just state. saying. <laughs> like, you don't have to, like, defend it so hard. Yeah, don't talk shit about Buffalo, okay? Oh, my God, <laughs> Fucking Arizona-loving son of a... trying to get the a... hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair. Like, but you're not alone. Like, a lot of people want to go out of Buffalo to go somewhere. Yeah. 
but I think more than a lot of cities and places around the world, probably Buffalo is one of those places that tend to have people come back a lot. And not to say that's going to happen with you, no, but like I would a lot of people that. do that. I'd believe that, especially because like your family stays here and stuff like that. I, I think it's, I mean, like as, as cliche and annoying as it sounds, I think it's pretty noble that you're trying to do some shit, especially in that vein here. And you want to be like, I want to make my fucking hometown better in a way. So yeah. a lot of people don't fucking do that. There's people like me, the shysters of the world that are just like, I'm going to take my knowledge and I'm going to bring it to a different state and I'm not going to build on the things, you know, that raised me. So you know, fucking props to you Piece for being a better man shit. than I am. Yeah. <laughs> there is a place for everything. If that didn't feel natural to you, you wouldn't do that. Yeah. Like this, that's just, this just feels natural to me. Okay. So it's like you have a place in this world that like you're, you're going to be doing that stuff, bringing it in other places that you feel more comfortable and at home at. Sure. Like that. We need that. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <Yeah. laughs> oh my God. Um, fucking Christ. What the hell was I going to say? Did you go back to Walgreens? Because now that I now that I think about it, I've definitely I say that I hadn't seen you in like six or seven years, but I've definitely fucking seen you, and you've definitely yeah. seen my parents at fucking Walgreens. Yeah, yeah. Your parents, I, that, you're like your parents were someone that I was always like looking forward to. Um, I went there for like a couple months, I think, right before I left left for France to make some money, mm-hmm. but I like I left again after that, and I haven't been there since. Like, mm-hmm. man. But I, I love that job. That was fun. You liked it. He worked at fucking Rite Aid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was in the pharmacy. He was not. He was not. Okay. No. <laughs> I mean, it's a similar fucking environment, though. He had some dude come I, up to him, some I fucking guess. Buffalo famous dude come up to him and try to uh, just buy fucking over the counter yeah. hydros from him that one time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. How many did you give him? Yeah. <laughs> well, bottle, bro. He says he didn't give him anything, yeah. but I don't want to fucking know. Yeah, you could have put it in like a prescription bag and everything yeah. like there you go. Yeah. This, I'm, I'm telling you, it's different. I got, and I mean, not really because the people are going to be coming in and, and buying shit from the front end anyways. But, uh, dude, people would come in and then buy needles from us. And we'd know that it was because they were shooting up heroin. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's, that's what it was. And they'd always look like, you know, their typical heroin user. And, and uh, New York doesn't prevent you from selling those needles to these people because yeah. they want... Uh, to have these addicts use clean, clean needles, needles. Yeah, compared to sharing, right? Yeah. right. So we'd uh, we'd have this one guy that came in regularly, and uh, I swear to God, he was fucking overdosed on the side of the road one day, like driving oh, home. And it was like he'd come in, and I'd be like, bro, like, what do you need these needles for? And he'd be like, oh, my grandma fucking like needs her for her her uh she's like diabetic diabetic yeah, yeah. <laughs> right giving and, my dog antibiotics yeah. dude. <laughs> I, I wouldn't i never actually asked yeah but i was like I would, the ones that he wanted we didn't have or whatever so i'd be like oh like does your like insulin whatever fucking machine you use take any type of other needle and he'd be like oh i don't know it's my grandma's like prescription and he'd like look around and shit and he'd get all nervous so yeah it was just did you ever feel some super fucking funny you're i feel like I don't I, I don't want to make an assumption, but I'm going to anyways, because that's kind of just what I fucking do. You don't strike me as the kind of guy that would be that is OK with that idea of like, let's give addicts like a clean place to do drugs and clean needles and stuff like that. I feel like you're the kind of person that would like almost feel some sort of responsibility um, when you do see that guy OD'd on the side of the road. You'd be like, God fucking damn it. I gave him a goddamn needle. Yeah. Um, I mean, when it come, came down to it. It, I mean, I didn't think that I did anything wrong because we have to fucking sell it to them. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's tough. I don't know what you do in that situation with, with people that are just addicted to drugs. Uh, I mean, doing heroin is, you know, very, very, very challenging to just get off of. Um, I mean, I would think that they they need to have some type of help. But, you know, arresting somebody, like the whole, like you can get arrested for fucking like doing drugs and like, Selling drugs makes sense, but like, I don't know. Doing I, them doesn't really make yeah, sense. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't yeah. understand that part. Yeah, uh, I don't really think it would help. But the rehabilitation, I think, needs to be done. I don't know better. I mean, you probably have some type of opinion on this. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a tough position to be in. I mean, I mean in your position too, like selling needles to someone. Um, obviously, you want to like reduce harm and everything. Yeah, but. I mean, I agree with you too. I mean, you don't, it feels like you're enabling it almost, right. but 
at the same time like what's the alternative is like where else are they gonna get it like they're not gonna just stop because yeah they don't have access to it like they're gonna find a way to do it something i feel like people don't understand is it's that whole people always try to blame the attic that kind of stuff um as if it's like a choice like they these people they, they're the same people that think being gay is a choice dude like they think that everyone's just in control of like everything in their fucking life like it's it doesn't fucking work like that just because you have the privilege to be doing whatever the fuck you want whenever the fuck you want like it's not always like that for everyone so um but yeah i'm kind of glad that you that you feel that way because i um i don't know man you just seem like a real fucking piece of garbage well <laughs> I, that last comment you made i mean people make the choice initially i know but i, I it wasn't so much i wasn't so much directing it has been like you like would rather doesn't not sell just it to him. Jump in I just feel like you're the kind of guy that would feel bad afterwards. Yeah, no, I mean, I would feel bad for the guy, but you know, it's it's tough. He the the point is, he, he needs help, right? Yeah, all these people need fucking help. Yep. Uh, whatever they went through to get addicted to these drugs, I mean, it sucks. It shit happens, but I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. There's got to be some better way of like preventing it from initially starting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then that's why like, you know, the war on drugs and everything like that was like supposed to be a resolution for that is like take it off the streets, you know, like try to like clear it out. But like it moves so fast. Right. People like everyone is an addict. And, And from literally everywhere. Yeah. So how are you supposed to cut that off? Like it seems like it's just a waste of like money first of all and also like arresting people for taking the drug in the first place just doesn't seem right either because if you have a problem like i mean you want to get arrested and then go to a place where like (laughs) there are people who are like murdering people and like having like violent crime like that doesn't make much sense arresting the people that sell the drugs i think is the right thing to do uh the people that fucking will go and lace their drugs with other drugs jesus christ they need yeah. to be locked up for fucking yeah forever. yeah like that, that shit like i know people that do that shit like not, i don't know the person <laughs> but like people that like we graduated with that sell drugs yeah. that i've heard yeah. um you know fucking assholes and it's like you're going to kill people like, yeah you're yeah. the you reason why that. These people, yeah yeah like, you're doing this yeah i don't know it's just fucking nuts like the fentanyl shit yeah it's out of control did you have anyone in your fucking travels try to fucking offer you shit anything like that uh like i mean weed and like coke and stuff like that like yeah. acid but none i mean the, it was none, all fun good stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah no i mean never been offered like heroin or anything um yeah man no no one really approached me that much just like random like small stuff okay yeah yeah i'm very glad i'm hiding from this this question yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's okay we can deflect as much as you want um uh i'm very glad that you had a safe fucking trip because like i said like joe and i we're just we're just bitch made motherfuckers dude we're scared that some shit's gonna happen to us if we go on an excursion like that um i mean to be fair i was scared too yeah i just like did it anyway so you guys (laughs) should like honestly if you feel like there's something that would be cool you should do it. do it. You could do a podcast like on the road and right. like talk We've about. We've talked your... about. I that. wish I would have done that. Yeah, like, you guys can like, actually do it. that. What do you, do you do? Did we? I don't remember if we say this. Do you? You do your own YouTube shit now? Should we be making a fucking shameless plug right now? Do no. You, I mean, if you want to talk about your Instagram and all that. I mean, honestly, like I'm not like super active on it. I for a while, and it stemmed from the road trip and like going to France. Was it like a vlogging thing? No. So it's like so I called it one for all. I still call it one for all, but okay. it basically i live this philosophy i call it a bit better and you kind of talked about making things a bit better sure and essentially it's just based like the notion that the little things that you do every single day no matter who's looking whether that's like like whenever i skate if i see like a piece of trash on the ground or like a bottle like i'll pick it up and like find the nearest recycling bin and it seems like a very small thing Mm -hmm. but you know that the term like a helper's high Mm -hmm. so like you end up doing that stuff and you take more responsibility for the th- like the stuff around you. I feel like once you have more resources, like you have more money, like with this podcast, more influence, yeah. then you're already in a state of mind where you are actively finding ways to make things a bit better yeah. and like make a positive impact. And so I feel like just starting with whatever resources you have now and like wherever you are doing that stuff. And that's what the whole message of like one for all was basically about. And so I tried to find like, you know, celebrities, athletes, uh, entrepreneurs who are using their power and resources to like make things a bit better with whatever skills or experience they had. 
and then trying to do little things like uh, like Clarence Town Park. Like one time I was just bored and I know there was one area, uh, you know where the bike trail is and yep. it leads up and there's like a place we used to do like bonfires. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So that area is littered with stuff. And I spent like hours just like putting stuff in a garbage bag and just like talking about it, made it like fun. And I feel like those are the kind of things like you can just have some friends and go down the street and like pick up some stuff. Yeah. And I don't know. So that was what it's basically about. But I haven't really like we talked about it a little bit. I, I would like to get back into it because that's yeah. That's when I, I felt think like you most should, happy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, doing good makes you feel good. Like that fucking helper's high that you were fucking talking about. For sure. I think that's really cool. That's a cool fucking tagline. And now I know what your fucking, uh, the episode name is going to be is just fucking Dan Khan is a bit better, dude. That's what it is. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. So, uh, fucking let's force him to, um, let's force him to get back into it. Fucking plug your Instagram. We're going to have people, if they do, fucking follow you. Yeah. And then you're going to have to fucking do shit because now you have new people. I told him, he he was doing this shit like once a day, right? Yeah, like when I was in France, I did a post like every day yeah. and then tapered off. It's just like keeping the momentum. And then I, I think a lot of it was getting feedback from people. Okay. Like I, there's a couple people that were saying like, oh, I love the post. But yeah, I think maybe it's my own ego, like wanting more of like gratification. Like is what I'm doing actually meaningful? That's or always going to be a part of it. Yeah. Right. You can't, oh, you can't fucking get away from that shit, but you are doing good. So because it it's feels like, what good, the right? fuck you're doing good. So fucking whatever, man. If you want to feel, if you want to fucking jack yourself off about it, that's fine. Yeah. Because you're still doing good. <laughs> right. But that is a, uh, that's a positive message to, uh, Did you to... plug her? Um, I, oh, so yeah. I'll use my, like my personal one, I guess. So it's like Dan K 617, like Dank 617. Yeah. But not Dan Khan. No, no, no. K. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> okay. All lowercase. Yeah. Yeah. At Dan K 617. That's a positive message to wrap it up on. We asked this of all of our guests before we, uh, Wrap it up for him. Any advice for future guests? For future guests? Yes. Future advice guests. for the guests. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, you you prefaced this, and I thought that was very nice and like helpful to talk about like some of the anxiety that might be coming from like coming on this. Like, there's lights everywhere. This is really cool to me, but just forget that this stuff is there and just have a conversation. Yeah. Um, and if there's something like I wanted to make sure I talked about stuff that not wasn't just about what i've done but like that actually i think maybe someone would be like you know i'm in that same position maybe i want to take that road trip or i want to like start picking up trash in the ground or something sure so if there's something that you have that's like on your mind i think that's this is a good place to bring it um and subscribe yeah to you guys <laughs> I, I subscribe to you guys today um i'm going to keep listening like honestly because i loved listening to you guys and you guys have been like good friends for yeah. a long time so yeah thank you so much for having me on well it's been fun um i've already praised you in our little breaks that we have to take uh, a lot of natural conversation you are very good as he said earlier public speaker um i hope that you keep making the world a bit better dude and that's some corny shit we're gonna end on <laughs> oh you guys too. <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll see you guys next week thank you so much for listening and uh do all the fucking shit i said in the beginning fucking do it all right bye